Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be with you today. We're going to talk about all things insulin resistant. What is insulin resistance? How do we develop a resistance to insulin? What are some symptoms? How do we know that we might be insulin resistant? And then we're going to talk about how to reverse insulin resistance or avoid it at all costs. Now, if you've listened to my previous episodes, we've talked about hunger hormones. And I've talked about specifically insulin and the importance of keeping insulin low so we become fat burners. As long as insulin is high in our bodies, we are sugar burners. So what happens when we become insulin resistant and why is this a problem? Well, our pancreas releases insulin into the blood to help our cells absorb the glucose to use for energy. So insulin resistance occurs when the cells are no longer sensitive to insulin. They resist the insulin and sugar stays in the blood. Now, in order to keep blood sugar stable, the pancreas just keeps making more insulin and therefore blood sugar stays high. Now, as long as insulin is high, we're going to have a problem losing weight because our body cannot dip into its fat stores and burn fat. It's only going to continue to store fat on our bodies. So how do we develop this? What what is going on in our bodies when we develop insulin resistance? Think of it like drinking caffeine and building a caffeine tolerance in your body. When you first start drinking caffeine, you're really sensitive to it. You drink a little bit and you get a nice caffeinated hit. But the more caffeine you drink, the more tolerance your body has for it. And you need to drink more caffeine in order to get the same hit. It's build a tolerance or a resistance to that caffeine. Our body does the same thing with insulin. If insulin is consistently high in our body, then we become resistant. The cells will no longer be sensitive. And sugar stays in the blood. And then the pancreas thinks, oh, we need more insulin. So it just keeps pumping insulin. And this can be the start of a lot of chronic health issues along with obesity and gaining weight. 
So how do we develop insulin resistance? Well, you can get it from family members. It can be hereditary. So you want to just be aware and monitor yourself if you've had a family member with type 2 diabetes or maybe you know of a family member who has discovered insulin resistance. So then you want to monitor yourself. You can also develop insulin resistance from being chronically stressed. Our diet is a huge factor in insulin resistance. If you are eating high sugar foods and high flour processed foods, you will develop insulin resistance. Also, if you're constantly eating, if you're a snacker and you're constantly grazing, grabbing a little bit of this, eating a little bit of that all throughout your day, you can develop insulin resistance because you're not giving your body a chance to lower the insulin down. You can also develop insulin resistance if you're not exercising. So you want to be active. Even taking a 20-minute walk every day can be really impactful for insulin resistance. Now, what are some symptoms? The first sign of insulin resistance is high blood sugar levels. So if you've been to your doctor, they've checked your blood sugar levels and they're high, that could be the start of insulin resistance. Also, frequent hunger, even right after meals. If you're hungry all the time and you never feel satisfied, it's a sign you could be insulin resistant. Fatigue, being tired. If you're tired all the time and you just don't have energy, it's a sign you could be insulin resistant. Excessive thirst. If you're thirsty and you just can't get enough water, you could be insulin resistant. Also, increased urination. If you're always using the bathroom, you could be insulin resistant. If you have headaches, you could be insulin resistant. Another interesting symptom are skin tags or discoloration around the armpits and the neck. So if you do have skin tags or you notice like a brownish velvety discoloration on the back of your neck and around your armpits, you might be insulin resistant. Now, how do we reverse this or avoid insulin resistance at all? Number one, eat whole foods. When we eat processed sugar and flour, we raise our blood sugar to spiked levels. When we eat processed sugar and flour, we don't only elevate blood sugar levels, we spike them. They go up to such heights that it takes a long time for our body to readjust and for the blood sugar to go down. So you want to eat whole foods, lots of vegetables, leafy greens, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, zucchini, green beans, cucumber. And 
If you can eat them fresh, that's even better. Number two, healthy fats. Now, there was a time back in the 80s where we were told not to eat fat, right? We were told go low fat. And that is the opposite of what we want to do because our bodies need fat to burn fat. And when we're eating fat, our blood sugar levels don't spike. So we want to eat lots of healthy fats like avocados, coconut oils, extra virgin olive oil, nuts, seeds, no sugar salad dressings. That's my favorite way to get in fats. I love big salads with leafy greens, all kinds of green veggies with some avocado and no sugar salad dressing with some seeds on top. Mm, Scrumptious, it will keep you satisfied and it will not spike your blood sugar, which if your blood sugar isn't spiked, insulin stays low. Okay, number three, drink lots of water. What's interesting is if you have high sugar in your blood, your body tries to get rid of that extra sugar by urinating it out. So you're going to have to use the bathroom a lot, which leads to dehydration. So be sure to drink lots of water. More fiber. You want to eat foods that have good fiber. And if you're eating lots of veggies, make sure you eat the skin. That's where most of the fiber is. My last tip, eat three meals a day. Lots of fat, lots of veggies, moderate protein, and cut out the snacks. If we want insulin to go down, which is what we want, right? We don't want to have so much insulin in our bodies that our cells are resistant to it. We want to keep them sensitive to the insulin. And so what we want to do is we want to make sure we don't spike our blood sugar. So as long as we're eating lots of whole foods, lots of veggies, healthy fats, we're drinking water, we're adding fiber into our diet, and we're eating three whole meals a day and not snacking, it gives our body a chance to burn through all of the food we're eating. And then in between our meals, lower insulin and start burning fat. Following these basic tips is a great foundation to prevent prediabetes or insulin resistance. It'll help you feel better. You'll maintain a healthy ideal weight. You'll regulate your blood sugar and prevent a future diabetes diagnosis. And if you feel that you might have insulin resistance, I want to invite you to book a consult with me. Because on our call, we can look at your specific journey. We can look at your specific issue, what's going on with you. And I can give you specific tips to help you balance out your blood sugar and be on the journey to losing the weight you want to lose. 
I want to remind you, my friends, that God is always working on your behalf. That no matter how long your weight loss journey is taking or how slow it seems it might be going, you can always choose to think God is working and it's all working in my favor. And I want to look at John 5 verse 17, where it says, in his defense, Jesus said to them, my father is always at his work to this very day. And I too am working. And I just want you to know and remember that it's always working, even when we fail, even when we eat off protocol, even when we have a binge moment, we can use those moments and stay curious and learn. And when we learn from those, instead of judge ourselves from those situations, we can take them along on our journey and use what we learn the next time stress, a binge, a temptation, or an urge comes up for us. But remember that God loves you, that you don't need to lose another pound in order to be more worthy, and that God is on your side and he's always working in your favor. Thanks so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And if you'd like to book a free consultation with me, the link is in the show notes. And until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus.